welcome back everyone and a special warm welcome to all the new listeners. It's your host Akona Naloko for the Unfiltering Truth series here with another episode. We've all gone through the phase of making new friends and starting a new circle, whether that be if we're starting in high school, primary school or just in general in life you meet new people in different places and you're looking to build new connections in that instance the first thing when you find someone that you have things in common with it's like breaking the ice after breaking the ice it's like you putting making putting air i'm actually gonna leave this in such guys i can actually hear how this actually goes um my words sometimes often fail me but anyways as i was saying oftentimes we have to be in that position where we have to make effort to meet that person to meet up with them to hang out with them and the more effort you put in the more time we spend with that person we make that friendship a priority in our lives because it's developing and when something is in its developing phase we have to you have to nurture it so the more time you spend talking to them calling them finding out what they like what they don't like and that is the same with god and seeking god especially if you um a first time newly saved christian or you're going back because you've backslidden previously it's all about nurturing taking those first steps putting in that effort and we're going to take a deeper look at that today's reading comes from matthew 6 verse 33 and that is in the new international version niv it says but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well what does it mean to seek god first think on that for a minute what do you think it means to seek god first making god a priority how by spending the first few moments of your day with him or the last moments of your day depending on whether you'd like to spend your quiet time in the morning or in the evening choose him when it gets tough and it's easier said than done but the more mature you grow as a Christian, the more trials and tribulations that you face and testing, testing produces perseverance. The more you go through that, the more you're able to choose God, even when it's tough, because you know that his promises says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He will uphold you with his righteous right hand. He will be there for you when you need him and he will get you out 
of that dark place and not letting the devil take you away from God. Because the moment he realizes that you're meant for something great in that specific season of your life, the moment you are about to reach your breakthrough or level up in your faith, that's when the enemy comes to attack because he's like, Mm-mm, this one is getting getting out of getting out of hand. Let me try stop him or her. Let me try get him or her. That's when spiritual warfare comes into play. And I love this analogy. This is actually not my actual analogy, but an analogy that I heard and is actually super cool. So I'm gonna share it with you guys. In terms of spiritual warfare, when as a Christian you are on fire for God, and I'll use a mug for example, when you make a hot cup of coffee, you don't want to touch it immediately because when you touch it, you're like, mm, it's too hot, or you get close to it and you can already feel that mm, that's gonna burn me. But the moment it starts cooling down, it gets lukewarm. That's when you're able to grab it. That's when you feel comfortable grabbing it. And that's exactly what the devil does. When you're on fire for God, when you are at a place of you are hungry for God and it's like at its peak, that's when the devil can't even come near you because you're surrounded by God all the time and the fire it makes the devil flee but as soon as you start settling and you become comfortable as a christian and that's in you stop doing what you normally did as an example like you stop tithing you stop offering you stop reading your word spending time with god and you just in that state of comfortability and this happens to everyone it doesn't go to say that like you're a bad person for this happening to you um there are times where we are spiritually drained but then that's when we have to choose god in our tough times but that's when the devil comes to try and drag us away from God to separate us because that's when we look warm he feels comfortable reaching out for us and that's when he tries to pull us away and it's important to note that you have to keep on replenishing that well that you have inside of you and keep on filling it with the Holy Spirit so that you don't get to that point And this also leads to my next point, where we honor God with our tithes and our offerings, with our first fruits. And I always say, make this example as a practical example, especially like in our daily lives. I know majority of us listening are students, so we do get like, this is actually the 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 prime time of adulting because it's like you're not working but you're still getting paid to you know but and then with that you can obviously take the first 
the first ten percent that you get and present that as you as you tithe and that's that can be done before you spend it on anything so that you know that okay no this is what I'm giving to God and it's gonna seem like a discipline at first but I always think this when I do it like discipline turns into to desire and desire is greater than discipline so by the time it becomes a desire you don't even think of doing it you just do it and that's a little nugget that I can give to you but honoring God with your tithes and offering protects you because he's able to shield you with his army of angels he's able to shield you from the outside influences the world and the devil trying to come for you because you have that blanket of protection that's what i wanted to get to that blanket of protection when you honor him with your first fruit that comes when we honor him with our tithes and our offering and he will bless the rest he will honestly bless the, that 90 percent you will see increase you'll see abundance you will see it manifest into what god wants for you and it might not even be financial manifestations but just as in like blessings over your life you're able to to do more to produce more to be better at pouring out into people because you are filled and you are protected and you are under the covenant protection for reference you can go have a read at malachi 3 verse 10 to 12 The second aspect that I want to touch on is building that relationship, building that fellowship with God. And that always comes from the secret place because that's when we see God as our source. Having a secret place, having that space to move away from daily activity, from daily life and just it being you and God. You can use any space, literally. You can use your bedroom. Some people have a prayer closet. Some people use their actual closets. It's just, some of them even use their bathrooms. It's just finding that space where you won't get distracted and there aren't any distractions. And just being it being you and God for however long you feel and however long you want to spend with God. Digging deeper into his word also comes into play with this because faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. And our faith is activated when we do read the word of God because we are reminded of his promises and the, the Holy Spirit that's inside of us will in turn be reminded of what was said in his word when we do need it the most. Because 
God says he'll bring things into remembrance. Things that we don't even th- didn't even think that we knew. But obviously from spending time in his word and knowing the basis of his promises, he's able to pour out wisdom into us that enables us to navigate whatever task or trial that we might be facing. And it all comes with digging deeper. But then you might be like, okay, Akona, I hear you digging deeper, but what do you actually mean by digging deeper? Now, by digging deeper, I mean actually analyzing God's word, finding out what he has to say for you, the revelation that comes to you specifically for you at that moment. Because you can read a passage of scripture and you and someone else and both of you guys might interpret it differently but it will still have the same message in mind that's because the revelation that you get and that other person gets is specific to you and what god wants you to hear at that specific moment also journaling keeping a prayer journal and just writing down making notes of what God says to you at that moment in time. So that when you go back and read it again and you have a different revelation, you're able to compare and be like, okay, cool. God, you told me this at this time and now you're saying something different but it's still relevant to the situation. Also, God speaks to us according to where our faith is. So some people might hear it in God's voice through directly through reading scriptures God might speak to them in that and I found from hearing from new Christians and other Christians and also through my experience as a developing Christians I mean as a developing Christian I'm not more than one person um that God for me personally and this was also relevant to someone else but used prophetic dreams at that point to speak to me because at that time I didn't understand how to hear the voice of God because my my faith wasn't there yet my spiritual maturity wasn't at that level where I could understand God in an audible way or in a different way besides prophetic dreams And that might be the case for you. But I'm just trying to say that whatever, wherever God meets you, he'll meet you at the point where he knows that you are at. He won't meet you at a level where he knows that you won't be able to hear him. So by this, don't take, okay, digging deeper now you're trying to like figure this out and think about it in the natural when you're in god's presence it just flows everything just flows you don't have to overthink about everything i say this as i can even actually not confess this because i'm declaring it over my life and we don't do that over here okay shame I would say it, I can actually not say it, let me not say it, 
Um, yes, he's speaking live. I speak. Um, <laughs> on the other hand, like, don't overthink it. Don't. It's just something that comes naturally when you're in the spirit. It just everything just flows ever so effortlessly, and that's why our brain understands logical processes of doing things which is why I give like logical practical advice but and then when you apply that you tap into the, the supernatural especially when you're in the secret place because you're able you're viewing it from a heavenly perspective and not a worldly earthly you know I want to go back to the scripture that I first read so we can just take it apart, dissect it. I'll read it again, Matthew 6 verse 33 in the NIV version. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Hunger for Christ, desire to know him more. That's when seeking first his kingdom comes in because that equals hunger. The more you hunger for Christ, you're hungry to get to know him more. That's when everything will come into place because you'll lack nothing because Christ will supply all your needs. And this is found in Philippians 4 verse 19 where it says, And this is the same God who takes care of me, will supply all your needs from his riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. This is in the New Living Translation. So first we have to seek his kingdom by being hungry for God. And that's when everything will fall into place because... He will take care of all your needs according to what? His riches and glory. So I'm talking to you right now. You are, you might be in a difficult situation and it might seem like, okay, where, where's God? Where are you? What can I do? I'm feeling lost. Everything is burdening me and I can't handle it. Getting to the word. Seek him. Even if it's just through worship. Seeking God in that sense. Because it's not just about the word. He will meet you where you are at. See, worship is how you connect to God. Use that. Worship and get into that place. The holy of holies. To tap into that. It starts by... Entering the gates with praise and thanksgiving. And that is in terms of the tabernacle times. I'm diving into a whole different topic, but I'm just going to 
Like a snappy, so you, I get to the point. Entering the courts with thanks, giving, and praise, and then acknowledging who God is. When we acknowledge Him for who He is, that's when we're able to tap into that place of the Holy of Holies. Because we just, because we see who he is for us. You are not alone. God is with you. And you might seem like nobody else understands. But find someone even if it's just one person. You could even message me. Um, you can find my details in my social media in the description. And I'll gladly be that ear that you need. Just so that you're not in a place of isolation. Because that place of isolation, that's when the devil comes. Because... You are not alone. You are alone, and it's difficult to fight alone than it is to fight with a group of people, to fight with a group of spiritually led people, to fight the spiritual battle. Because we don't fight against flesh and blood, but of the powers of the principalities that is in the spiritual realm. I say this because I was in this place. And not even like, it was actually recently where it's the beginning of the year and I just felt lost. You know, everything was just coming in all at once. There's just too much information. There was just a lot going on. And I was starting to, you know, not... Find time in the day to spend time with God. But then I realized where I was actually heading. And I was like, it took me acknowledging that to seek his kingdom. And just letting God take the reins. Just seeking him because he's the best navigator. He will direct you back to where you need to be and right now I can safely say that I'm at a place where I'm moving in alignment with God's word because I was able to get out of that as quickly as I realized it so I didn't fall back to the patterns of this world because I'm not of this world But I'm in this world. As a child of God, you are not of the world, but you live in this world. The moment you acknowledge that there's a difference and you stand by that, that's when you can use your identity against the devil when he tries to distract you from where God is trying to take you. Seek his kingdom first. If you're listening to this and you're currently in a place where you're like, 
I want to hunger for God. I want to take that first step. Whether you are giving your life to God for the first time. Or you're coming back to God. It's never too late to return. You just got to take that first step. I'm going to pray a prayer and I'd like you to pray after me. Dear Jesus. I acknowledge you as my Lord and personal saviour. I come before you today as I'm taking the first step to get to know you more, to get to be with you. I accept you as my Lord and Saviour. And I believe according to your unchanging word that I am saved. Amen. Salvation is God's free gift and you have taken that first step. You have taken that gift and you made it yours now if you're a new Christian and you've recently just right now just off this episode I'd like for you to go check out my other episodes where I touch on how to grow more in your walk with God and this is just the beginning That brings us to the end of today's episode. Now, if this message blessed you, don't forget to share it with somebody you think that needs to hear it. And don't forget to subscribe or follow Unfiltered in Truth to receive notifications of when I upload next. Feel free to message me on my socials that I have listed in the description with any questions from today's episode or anything in general about journeying with God. Stay blessed. Your host, Akona Nolokwe, for the Unfiltered in Truth podcast series. Signing out for now.